Right on the set, goddammit. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Mark Dodson. Yum, yum. <laughs> You're listening to Still Talking With. This week, Ben, Jeff, and Leo are still talking with bookmaker, paper designer, and Paleolithic pipe maker Terry Harlow. Terry completed his BA in philosophy at the Norden Fjord World University in 1972. Returning to Connecticut, he worked providing photographic and archival support to area museums. From 1973 to 1977, Terry studied bookbinding and paper decoration with Inez Pennybacker, David Bourbeau, Gary Frost at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Terry manufactured his own marbling inks made full-sheet and half-sheet marbling trays, and assembled marbling kits when at the time these items were not commercially available. He made them for workshops and students. Terry returned to school for a computer programming degree, where he pioneered speech-driven computer technology until his retirement in 2011. Following retirement, he studied stone carving with Sandy Klein in Ontario, and opened Paleolithic Pipes in 2014 where he makes incredible handmade pipes. It's of interest to note that the Metropolitan Museum in NYC is mounting an exhibition on book artist paper decorators in January 2023 that includes the work of Terry and 10 of his students. Get ready for a kick-ass show shortly after these important messages. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? Do you have a free baby? 
The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Happy. Oh, you know what? I'm on the wrong camera. Hello. There we go. Yeah, wrong button. <laughs> I know. Wrong button. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. We got an awesome, awesome show scheduled for you today, as always, on Still Token With. And uh, with us, as always, Benjamin, how's it going, sir? Perfect. <laughs> I figured everybody might need a little hit, so I just figured I'd share that with them. There we go. Yeah, you're a, sh- <laughs> you're a sharing individual, so love it. <laughs> hey, 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 stop spreading rumors. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drive right off the cliff yet. Really? <laughs> not yet. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, yeah, it, we're, I'm gonna have fun. Happy Hump Day. You know, um, we we're, we're gonna be talking with a guy who who plays with hard things. Oh Jesus! Did that go off the rails already? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So uh, yeah, let's uh. Terry, let's introduce Terry. Terry Harlow, how the hell are you, buddy? Pretty good. Sitting here in the woods. You nice. sitting in the woods? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Can you see if I? Well, there you go. Okay. There's a couple dogs around here too. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a little yeah, that secluded. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know what to say. He was like, but secluded. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah. pretty much. Where do you hail from? Well, I'm in Connecticut, and I'm pretty. Much, I, I, yeah, I've been here forever. Uh, <laughs> whereabouts in Connecticut? In Glastonbury. Oh, Glastonbury. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Leo, Leo's from Connecticut too. Yep. No, my wife went to high school here. We just graduated recently, um, <laughs> and uh, it's a nice town. I like being here. Nice. I built a shop out behind the house. If I turn, I don't know. Can you see it up there? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, and I go out there and I carve stone. Um, I get pieces in that look like this. Okay, that just came in the mail. That's ten pounds. And uh, and, and I'll go and I'll make something that looks like this. That's a beautiful piece. Oh wow. It, it's a really nice stone. So, so that one ten-pound block would be uh, one pipe, or would you get more than one pipe out of that ten-pound block? This size pipe, um, I'll get about six out of that. Okay, nice. Oh, then it ain't too bad. Yeah. So he carves stone for people to get stoned. Yes, I turn rocks into stones. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, Robert uh, asked a question. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we just answered that. So how many pieces will you get from a 10 block? Six? Thank you, Leo. Ooh, yes. Roughly you're six. You're roughly welcome, six. Robert. Yeah, of that size. Yeah. Right. But you could make a giant one, though, right? That's true. Uh, and I've got some up at the shop. I've got a uh, an eight-pound rabbit. Um, it's a little hard to pass around. And if you dropped it, you'd probably break a foot. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully not its lucky foot. And uh, will it run away? It, not if you break its foot. <laughs> you don't see anybody go garden the bunny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, what about a what about a big stone with like a giant bowl in the middle in like six or eight different hit spots? Well, I haven't done the the multiple hits, but I have done stuff that people like to leave out the side the back door, and people just walk by it all the time, and then they bring it up on the deck to smoke with. Uh, so it, it looks like a garden stone, but it's got a, a draw hole and a nice little bowl in it. But it's not finished to look uh, anything unusual, or actually, it's not meant to look man-made. That's uh, pretty awesome, that's actually. Bad. I could use one of those. Yeah, well, not one of the shoes. I'll be. Uh, I'll, of course, I always go to Harvest Cup. Uh, yes. I think that's where we first met you, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been there every year. It's uh, it's always been my best show. Um, I've got my pipes for sale at uh, Humble Healings in Haverhill, as well as uh, STEM in Haverhill. uh, We met both of them through the show. Right. As well as uh, Wicked Chronic. Uh, I'm listed there. From Natick. Yeah, they're the the company in Natick, right? Yeah. And uh, Calix out in uh, Great Barrington. Oh, nice. Nice. In Seaweed in South Portland. And then uh, Healing Tree Farm with Mickey Ben up in Warren. Nice. That's a beautiful place. I've actually been to her farm. Yeah, I'm teaching up there in July. Uh, I think it's the 17th. It's a Saturday. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, I'm doing a workshop on how to make stone pipes. Very cool. Well, you well, just blew out 30% of my show notes. Yeah, well, well <laughs> so, so speaking of show notes, if you want to learn more about Terry and uh, his uh, store, Paleolithic Pipes, there's link, links in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. So if you're looking to buy your own pipe, all the information's right there. Go check it out. Quality merchandise. Absolutely great merchandise. I mean, he makes some of the best chillums on the market in the boxes i mean this guy's boxes that they come in are fucking amazing but there is so so much more to this gentleman we'll get to that at some point but right now i guess we started off the show with the with his pipes so (laughs) we're gonna keep going with the pipes um it's something i really enjoy doing and uh you know it isn't a good day to me if i haven't made a pipe just because the whole thing is it makes me feel complete when i'm finished that's awesome. Yeah, yep. that's awesome. So, um, are, are are all the uh, pipes basically made out of the same stone, the same type of stone? Well, everything's made out of soapstone, but I, I get sourced from many different quarries around the globe. Um, some of them are terrible. <laughs> I mean, the stuff is just unworkable, uh, and other stuff is. You know, it's like butter. Is it, when you're working with your hands, it's very nice and smooth. 
and consistent. You know, you don't know what it looks like until you're absolutely finished, uh, because the character of the stone only comes out when I heat it up and then I apply beeswax, and then it looks. Uh, you can see all the character of the stone, but until then, it just looks chalky. Okay. And, uh, okay, so I can see that. Was, right. Well, it's like, you know, I mean, I'm a woodworker, so your wood changes in its appearance when I put the finish on it. Yes, very much so. Same thing. Yep. Now, why why soapstone for the bowls? Why not um, granite? Granite's it's much harder. And the, the, more, the harder the stone, uh, the further your feel is away from the actual stone. You have to use uh, chisels. So you're separating your touch from the stone with, uh, you know, a piece of steel. Um, with with soapstone, you can get closer, and uh, it's it's much more tactile. Okay. Um, the thing I like about my st- my pipes is they feel good in the hand. Right. It's not like it was a uh, you know popped out of a machine. No, this is each pipe is the result of about a, an hour or more of handwork, and Every bit of the finish has been touched with the skin. Um, that's why I use soapstone. It, it responds to my touch. Good point. I like that. You know, you're very passionate about your creativity and your work. Well, and, and you know, any, anything that um, uh, I forget what I was going to say. Go ahead, Terry. <laughs> So actually, um, we have we have a couple comments in the in the comments here, Terry, where somebody said, uh, can we see one of your pipes? I know you've held one up already, but could you could you kindly hold up another piece maybe so and maybe explain what kind of pipe that is for them or. Well, this is a more modern design. All pipes have uh, certain characteristics. We all have a bowl. The bowl opening is the highest part of the pipe. So that's up here. Um, the lowest part is the draw, uh, where your lips go. Now, the widest part is where the bowl is. So this contains all those traditional elements, but to you and I, this looks more of a, like a traditional pipe. Right. Uh, where the bowl is separated and round. Um, and yeah, that's more my style. Yeah. Uh, very popular with, uh, with hash smokers and also with uh, keef. Right. As well as flour. You, you get a very nice taste. Um, the draw hole is very narrow. It's, it's an eighth of an inch that's, that's bored through the stone. And uh, you get an incredible taste and flavor uh, that's unequaled with a stone pipe. And again, you know, it, it is called getting stoned for a reason. Right, right. Uh, hey, let's go outside and get glass, you know? <laughs> so uh, Steve Jordan is asking, can this handle cherry tobaccos or no? I'm just wondering. What is a cherry tobacco? I'm wondering if it's like a pipe tobacco. Yeah, no, anything that you can inhale, you can put in the bowl. Uh, and and wow. really, the nice thing about cleaning these is you just put it in the oven at 300 degrees for half an hour. So you have to bake your bowls? And it, you don't need any chemicals. It'll dry it all out. Uh, I do use uh, pipe cleaners, but it, it's just a final pass. 
I've got pipes that have been, you know, they're 20 years old. They've been used every day. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, Steve does say, uh, yeah, pipe tobacco is the so, cherry tobaccos. As, and as Terry said, uh, yes, any any type of tobacco that you can inhale or flower you can inhale, you can use these pipes for. Even banana peels. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. put tobacco in them. But, uh, hey. <laughs> It's your pipe. You can do what you like with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Well, I feel that each pipe is a piece of me. Right. And I go to, sh I go to one show a month, uh, and, and I inevitably meet 10 or 20 people that have already bought them. And it's just a nice feeling that, you know, people come by and they express their appreciation. Um, and a lot of people enjoy the fact that I still do it and it's still done and it's still available. Um, I do do the boxes as well. Um, I think I sent you one for your show. Yep. Yes, yep. you did. You see these? Oh, yeah. These are incredible boxes here. Oh, wow. Here's here's one of my favorites with the dragon. Um, I've, I've got a CNC machine. Ah, okay. Nice. That explains and, it. And I'm just learning how to do it. The, the mushrooms, for example, took uh, five hours to carve. Oh, really? Even with a machine, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve Jordan says, I can't smoke weed to do, uh, due to fire department regulations. Not a problem, but thank you for your service. Yeah, totally. You know, we give big props to first responders. Yeah. One of these days, Steve, that they'll make it federally legal, and even our first responders will be able to enjoy its benefits. Did I say that right? Because I'm high as fuck. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, uh, I'm assuming it's a computerized uh, CNC machine? Yes, it is. Awesome. Uh, the digital wood carvers the company use. I have a project I need you to do for me, so I'll contact you. You can contact me. Oh, whether or not your answer is another story? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll answer, but I don't like to do things that other people want to have done. Okay, flat out. That's cool. It's, it's, it's just too difficult to please someone other than myself. You know, I've been married 46 years. Oh, I knew it was going to go to the wife. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a little bit of it that's just me. And, and what I want to do, and that's what it is. Okay. No, fair enough, man. Yeah. Very cool. So everybody out there, don't try and contact him for customs. Yeah. Yeah, go to his website and buy what he's got yep. because it is custom. Right. Yes, it is. Where can they find that, Leo? Uh, in the show notes, up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. All the links are right there, so you can go find them. And Leo was nice enough to put the link in the chat 27 times. Yeah, well, it, it's for each. You see it twenty-seven times. Whoever is watching on whatever channel they are, they see it once. I started this in uh, two thousand fourteen. Um, I retired in two thousand eleven. Um, I had a job in the computer industry uh, for twenty years. What'd you do? Um, basically, it was voice data integration. Um, I would improve um, the length of time it took to answer the phone in a call center. I'd automate getting uh, a customer's records based on the number they dialed in from. Nice. And you didn't have to ask them, you know, what their ID was and crap like that. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, okay. 
before that, um, when I got into college, I worked in the museum industry as an independent, uh, providing different services, and I studied bookbinding. Yeah, um, we want to get into that. Yeah, and um, and we started a place called Bookworks, which was a study center and a working bookbindery. And um, I did that um, from the late 70s until the um, early 80s. So like 77 to 82, wow. I did them. And, uh, did so were you having stone then? No, not at all. No? Um, okay. All right. I was making a lot of decorative papers, and I made a lot of custom portfolio boxes for um, – You've heard the photography group called F64. Ansel Adams was in it. And they also, uh, I think Walker Evans was in it and Ralph Steiner and Willard Van Dyke. In their later lives, I made portfolio boxes for them that they sold out of New York City galleries with like 10 prints in it. They'd sell for a 1000 or $2,000. And um, so I did that for a while. And I did a lot of teaching and went back and forth across the country teaching paper marbling. Um, manufactured my own inks and made all the tools and equipment. I did that until um, my son was born. And it was a choice of uh, the way I was making a living was by traveling and teaching. And right. it, it didn't fit with a, a family lifestyle. Right. So uh, I sold my business. And then went and got a computer degree, and I ended up doing voice data integration. And in the last four or five years of my career, I did uh, just quality assurance. I wow. uh, worked with a lot of teams over in India um, to test out products that were developed here. Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Jesus. What was the, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what was the company you worked for? Um, <laughs> I worked for the Hartford, for Travelers, for Aetna. Uh, for Webster Bank, um, to name a few. Nice. I, I, I'm currently wa- working for one of those. Yeah. I don't no, know. It was, you know, back then, uh, you know, the first 10 years of my life, I was a, just an independent business person uh, running a book bindery and running around all over the place. I made a good living, but, uh, you know, being on the road for two months at a time with a two-year-old, um, it, it brought me home quick, and it made some serious decisions. Yeah, right, right. But uh, wow. I regret none of it. And uh, once I would, I retired when I was sixty-two, uh, and I started studying uh, sculpture with Sandy Klein. He lives up in Ontario, and he taught at several uh, different craft centers down in the Appalachians, um, down in Georgia. And in the North Carolina, South Carolina area, and he would teach uh, soapstone carving, uh, and he's really good. Uh, he's a national treasure for the Canadians. Uh, and I spent a week with him uh, each year for three years, um, learning how to handle the stone and carve it. And um, I'm the only one in class that made pipes. Uh, and, <laughs> I probably made uh, about 3,000 pipes in the last seven years. Wow. Wow. And sold them all over the country, all over the world, Japan, New Zealand, Australia. Uh, I sell a lot of chillums to France. <laughs> and, uh, nice. And then uh, virtually every state in the United States. Wow. Holy crap. 
So, um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a lot of information. Yeah, that's a whole ton of information. Um, Leo, I, uh, why don't we go to commercial? and then It's I've like got you're reading my mind, you know? <laughs> Is it you know time for I mean? commercial? Already? Well, you know, uh, we got to thank our sponsors, you know, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. follow our sponsors and our, and our affiliate sh- people. In the and, show uh, notes. You, you check the show notes. Uh, all the links are there. Go check them out. Go to their websites. Go to their <laughs> Facebook page. Exactly. So, uh, what? Well, tell them we sent you. Exactly. So, no, every, no, everything, no, we, you know. everything Jeff and Ben said, uh, definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Still plenty of show left, uh, but we love to, uh, you know, acknowledge our sponsors, one of them being Deadly Grounds Coffee, a local mom and pop shop, also in Connecticut. Make the absolute best coffee you'll ever have. And uh, my wife just bought me a bunch of bags. Death by Chocolate is absolutely amazing. But uh, as soon as I can find the right button here, you're going to hear a zombie talking about coffee. (laughs) Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And uh, all the notes are in the, or yeah, links in the show notes. You know where it is. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, Ben and did Jeff. Did you eat a gummy, Leo? No, I did not eat a gummy. I'm drinking my rum and coke. I made it a little bit strong. Uh, but uh, yeah, token, so. token with the dead <laughs> episode one is available right now on Vimeo for just a dollar ninety nine. Link is in the show notes. Here's a trailer of something extremely awesome. If your world was turned upside down, what would you do? What the fuck are we gonna do now? Get high. We are the watching. We are the waiting. We are the remnant. Hold the vengeful souls forsaken. It was more fun that way.
So if you're looking for a little way to support these awesome dudes, just head on to the show notes, check out the sponsors, uh, and uh, you know, watch uh, Token with the Dead episode one. And a little shameless plug in about an hour and a half, uh, we're going to be doing a full deep dive into He-Man Masters of the Universe with a new show coming out over on the Dorkening, uh, which you can find right here as well. There we go. One of my favorites. That was a shameless fucking plug. I know. Well, I'm a He-Man fan. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, you would be a He-Man fan. I am. You're an Aquaman fan too, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, that's why you lighten the loafers. (laughs) Lighten the loafers. Uh, Wouldn't he be uh, lighten the bunny slippers? That's it. Lighten the bunny slippers. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right. I can take it. Keep it coming. That's what he says, boys. He can take it. (laughs) God. Um, All right, back to the show. Back to the show. Terry, philosophy? Oh, Jeff, your mic's out. What? No, we can hear him. Your mic's out. Can't hear you. No, we can. I haven't said anything. Or is, or is my headset out? Might oh, be your headset. My headset was out. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, um, oh, Jesus. Yes, I, I studied in Denmark for three years to do my college. Um, and uh, in particular, it was Soren Kierkegaard. Uh, and uh, a few others. But, uh, it was an experimental school where you designed your own program and lived your own life. Yep. And we've been following that ever since, so uh, it worked for me. Well, we then go. Uh, he was having audio issues, so I believe he dropped out. To technical drop back difficulties, in. my technical friends. Difficulties. Technical difficulties. <laughs> so, so uh, you said you you carve with soapstone, and uh, marble isn't uh, too well to work with. Is there another stone that you use as well, or is it mainly just soapstone? Uh, no, I've got some agate, uh, but I don't like it as well. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much sticking with the soapstone, and there's, there's four different varieties that I'm using at the moment uh, that I'm pleased with. <coughs> yeah, I hit the wrong fucking button. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was like, hey, Ben, bye-bye. <laughs> my headset went out for a second. I don't know what the hell. I must uh, I, I tugged on my string a little too hard and pulled it out of the hole. So Sorry, go ahead. Back, back to Terry. <laughs> okay. No, I uh, I don't know what was I talking about. Uh, di- different stones and philosophy. I don't know, different I wasn't stones. Here. That's right. We got past the philosophy. We probably have a hundred or two hundred pounds of stone around the shop that um, it just doesn't work for me anymore. Um, so it's just sitting there. But occasionally I make holders. Um, I'm making some different things with stone. Very but nice. the, the box making is what's uh, really on my future. Um, making specific boxes for specific pipes. Nice. Um, I did. I've done some for uh, you know the D'Souza's over at River Run Gardens. Yep. Yep. I got a nice uh, box set I made for them. Does that show? Oh yeah, that's nice. Wow, very nice, man. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, very nice. There's a there's a pipe inside for Ed. Wow. Um, so so for that type of box, uh, you did that with the CNC. Or is that something else? This I did with a laser. Oh, laser. Okay. Um, is it wouldn't be the Glowforge, would it? No, no, but it's it's similar. Okay. Uh, the model that you can set on top of something. You don't have to put it inside of something. Yeah. Um, so uh, I did that. Um, but I like to put it inside of something. Yeah. The, I mention oh, come Irvin. on. You knew it was coming. Yeah. All right. He, he, Terry's talking. Quiet down up there, Jeffrey. <laughs> You know, we, it's been a difficult 18 months. 
uh, particularly not being able to go to shows and having all the shows we had canceled. Right. Um, and, you know, the whole marketplace collapsed because um, my market was going to shows. And the, the thing I give a shout out to Irva uh, up there in Boston. Uh, they really pitched in and helped me deliver stuff to Massachusetts. I'd bring stuff up to the border and they'd bring it and deliver it around the mass. Uh, and, uh, you know, all the stores up there really uh, helped keep us afloat uh, during this time. Um, you know, uh, Caroline's Cannabis over there in Uxbridge. Uh, she was one of the early uh, dealers of our pipes. And then, uh, again, uh, Calix in Great Barrington. Uh, just a fantastic business and wonderful people to deal with. Um, all the dispensaries I'm in are owned by women, uh, and they do a good job. You know, And uh, I'm really proud that they select my product. That's a, that's a, that's incredible, you know, and and you know, being married for almost thirty five years, I'm gonna say, um, yeah, you know, women women can run the things; they run it better than guys, as far as I'm concerned. My wife runs the house. I wear the pants. So, so Ter- Terry's showing off boxes and pipes and things, and he mentioned at the beginning of the show that he sent one to us for our show, and I just want to show everybody the box oh wow that he sent us here i mean this thing is absolutely gorgeous it's huge uh i don't think jeff's even seen this yet i think i've hogged it all to myself yeah you have (laughs) well we've we've been undecided on what we were going to do with um this amazing piece that he sent to us and we've gone back and forth and i think uh, at some point we're going to end up actually raffling it off but did, look at this chillum. I don't know if, if I can get the detail of the pot leaf very well with this camera. Can you can you kind of see the pot leaf there? No, your face is in the way. Hey, <laughs> listen. I might change my mind and stick this someplace where the sun don't shine, Mr. Holman. Uh-huh. But I mean, look at that. This this thing is just a, an amazing, an amazing piece of How work. long is it? How long is it? I can't tell with you holding. About eight inches. Is it about eight inches long? <laughs> It looks um, more like six. No, it's, a, it's no, it's about eight inches. Hold on. I got a fucking tape measure. I'll tell you. Go. Oh, here we go. Hey, you asked. Don't Peter ask Mita. if you don't want to know. Peter, Mita. No, I'm curious. I want to know. You've known him for this long and you just, don't know? Just, just about seven. Seven. See? Just about seven. Okay. So you were wrong and I was wrong. Okay? I was, I, wanted, closest, I, just, I was closest without going over. Yeah, but I had to embellish. I'm a guy. <laughs> So right. I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring that out. I, I had it sitting behind me on the shelf. That's why I disappeared for a second. Um, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous piece that Terry sent to us. So make sure you check out all his pieces. Where, Leo? Uh, let me think. Uh, oh, the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. <laughs> How come they're not right or left? Uh, cause they don't work that way. Right yeah, you scroll up and down. You read right to left. Yeah, Mr. English Major. I don't read right to left. All right, back to back to Terry. Look at him. he's like <laughs> he's like you guys are retarded. Give, give me some time here. <laughs> so, um, this month we're going to Orange, Massachusetts. Uh, uh, 
Is his mic muffled? Or is it me? Uh, he uh, he sounds like that in and out. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think it's the phone. Am I still there? Uh, you're oh, still yeah, no, you're there. Okay. But you're muffling. Right. Uh, in, in July, um, I'm doing a workshop on pipe making up in Warren, Maine. Um, and then August, we're at the Town uh, Throwdown over at the Spencer Fairground. It's a few days there. And then in October, we're going to be in Portland, Maine at Meekin, uh downtown. And then November is the Harvest Cup in Worcester. Nice. So you're, you're a busy man. Um, One a month. So... For our listeners, okay, fair enough. For our listeners and our watchers, Terry, do you have some place they can go to see where you're going to be? Do you have a, a specific page? Yeah, it's on my website. So there you go, folks, on the website, and those are in the show notes up above or down below. We've already mentioned it numerous times. So, hey, Leo, can you scroll that for us? Jeez, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this why Leo, you? Can you Okay. Because there's people out there that don't know what's up above or what's down below. Well, that's because they're stoned. Right. And, and the, the shows are actually listed on my you know, Facebook page, Paleolithic Pipes Facebook. Um, I, I don't think I have the shows yet listed on my website. I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know how many times a day I say that? Yeah. Nothing gets down around here unless I do it. So right. True, true. Wow. <laughs> What's so funny? Here's the link that Jeff asked me to put in the scroll thingy. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> wow. Uh, so anyway, there anyway. is, for those of you who don't know how to scroll... Because I have met some people like that. Now it's scrolling for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you see what I mean, Terry? You see what I have to put up with? Now yeah. I know hide in the woods and play with stone. But, and let me also mention a little bit more about uh, why I'm so enthralled with pipes. If you look back in the history of it, um, it's been used by indigenous peoples for thousands of years um, is a way of signifying an agreement. Mm -hmm. uh, people with uh, different intentions would sit down and come to common ground uh, through the use of a pipe. And it was a symbol. Um, often a, a particular agreement would then be the, the actual pipe would hang around the neck of the elder. Uh, it would be like in today's, it would be like a law. It will be signifying that um, these people were allowed to fish in this area uh, and so on. And uh, it's a meaning that uh, I think pipes still maintain, particularly uh, in our culture, that it's kind of level setting right. uh, when you pass a pipe around. Uh, and I was in a chat the other day. We were saying, you know, no group of people ever sat down passed around the pipe and then discussed how we could take the rights away from other people, how we could stop people from doing things that they wanted to do. And how, how it doesn't happen when you're uh, on the same level with people and dealing in an open and honest fashion. 
Right. It, it, it's just, you know, something we need more of. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. So, Jeff, from now on, when we do contracts with people, we got to pass the pipe with them. And if they don't smoke the pipe, we know we shouldn't be in a contract with them. And, and then, yep. That's gorgeous. That is that is gorgeous. I would. Have you ever made a Sherlock? No, because I'm, I'm limited to a straight. And if you look at a Sherlock, it's a bent, so you it's, can see. It's got more of a bend, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, no. Wow, look at that. Yeah, that's, that's that's a beautiful pipe. Yeah, that's a nice stone. Yeah, I like that one. I'm going to have to go hunting for that one. Yep. It looks like I, a sperm. I made a series like that for a wedding two years ago. Wow. Yep. And, and they, they pull it out every anniversary, and they light up well the, you know the cool thing is is that you know stone is every piece is completely different the grains of it the colors of it yep and that's what makes them really unique there's wow. only one yeah that that picture there is my my favorite pipe is that and a I've seal been, yeah and i've never smoked them living that is really cool yeah wow uh, it's actually virginia soapstone you suck um, out of its ass yep yep Perfect. He says, yep. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Wow. I've got a frog you suck out of its ass. I got a couple of nudes. Nice. <laughs> oh, that now that I'd be into. <laughs> nice. No, I stick with the the, the old fashioned and the uh, the new modern pipes. Right. Comfortable to hold. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah, we're going to say, I mean... Using one as we speak. Ooh, is that, it must be Pops, yep. Yeah, it's Pops. Pops, yep. Um, definitely, folks, for the folks watching, you saw the stream, for the folks listening, you know, it's paleopipes.com. Go over, check it out, buy a pipe. I mean, they're just, they are truly, truly amazing pieces. And no two are the same because, as Terry said before, each one is a, is a passion of his... Uh, uh, Passion of his love or love of his passion? <laughs> You're an idiot. I talked earlier about the book binding and the paper marbling. Right. right. Well, in January of 2023. God damn it, man. I was just looking at my notes, going to bring that up. <laughs> the Metropolitan Museum in New York City is opening an exhibit on uh, book art paper decorators and it includes my work and 10 of my students congratulations yeah that is that's awesome, awesome actually. dude is that Je jeff he has beat you to every question i literally just picked up my long. paper and i'm like i have that <laughs> highlighted i wanted to bring that up i think i think we might have to have terry as a new co-host because he's like reading the minds he is. Be before, before I could ask a question, before Jeff could ask a question, he had already brought it up and answered it for, for us. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I, yeah, that's... Making pipes. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, the, the uh, being part of the... Um, the paper decorators in 2023 that's that's really really cool you know hopefully hopefully we're down in new york filming uh at some point during that time and we can shoot over to the city i would love to check that out i'd love to just go to the museum there 
but I would love to check out all of that. It's, it's nice when something you did 50 years ago comes back not to bite you in the ass. Right, right. Well, speaking of parts of history in, in do, do you want to bring this one in, Jeff, because he's destroyed all your questions tonight? Yes. Yes, <laughs> Go ahead. I do. Put no, him full screen, Leo. No, no, put him full screen. It's all Jeff. I got oh, him full boy. screen. Okay. Hi. Uh, so Harlow, the last name Harlow, is that related to the Mayflower in any way? Yes, it is. The uh, The Harlow House in Plymouth is the second oldest building in Plymouth, Massachusetts. That's right. Actually, that, that, there's a bit of controversy about that because parts of the building came from the original fort. So parts of it are older than the oldest building that's still extant, but it wasn't finished until uh, it was one a few years older. But we used to go there as kids uh, for family meetings. And I don't know if any of you know what a traditional New England breakfast is. is well, it okay, it's, it's codfish cakes, apple pie, and baked beans. I'm down with the apple pie and the baked beans. Yep. All day really? Long. Yeah. yeah, fish pie and beans. I mean, that's that's awesome. And I'm I'm from Plymouth, and I literally, and I'm not even joking, you live a stone throw away from the Harlow House. Well, thank you. So, um, yeah, it's it's there's some nice history around here. Definitely. Yep. yep. If I came him off a boat, I just don't know which one. <laughs> My family came <laughs> off a boat. <laughs> Or maybe an inner tube. We don't know. I kind of drifted. So historically, I was a Massachusetts resident until around uh, 1628 uh, when the family got together and moved to Hartford, Connecticut. So wow. we've been in Connecticut ever since. Wow. Consider Massachusetts you know, an old home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just. So, like I said at the beginning so of the you, show. You, what, what, you spent like a year here and you had to get the fuck out of here? Like no. out of Massachusetts? I mean, was it that bad that back then? Oh, yeah. They would think that everybody's hemp, you know? <laughs> I just have to you know, say, for once, I'm extremely happy hearing somebody trash Massachusetts rather than people trashing Connecticut. <laughs> Hey, listen, <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I trash Massachusetts as soon as the warm weather starts and I can't get out of my driveway because it takes four hours just to get from here to Pl to Plymouth Center. And I literally can hit the town with a rock. Because of so much traffic? The tourists. Oh, yeah. They all come here to see a boat in the water and a giant rock. Oh, yeah. Well, and then the, and then the, once they see that and they're disappointed, then they actually see the history and they go see Burial Hill where they're all buried, and they see the old churches and they see like we the said Harlow before, House, the, the Harlow House, the Bradford House, and some of those places, and they go down to the gristmill and you know get chased by the ducks and geese, and but I mean anybody that lives in a touristy area will say the same thing. It's great yeah. to live there until the tourists come. Yeah, you just got to know the back roots. Unfortunately, the tourists find the back roads because there, there aren't many of them. There aren't many of them, and they all go to the same fucking place. <laughs> so Terry's just like, da -da -da. yeah, okay, guys, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what did I sign up for tonight? <laughs> uh, no, Terry. You know, I, I've got to say that uh, you've had a hell of a life. <laughs> 
with everything that you've done. You know what I mean? It's just I'm blown away. I didn't realize that. I just thought you were like a pipe maker, but you're a fuck of a lot more than that. Did we mention that he had a BA in philosophy? Yes. Where the oh, fuck is that... you? Oh, that's probably when my headset didn't work yep. and I disappeared. <laughs> look okay. at those. Oh, look at how little that is. That was cool. I don't, uh... Yeah, that's Joe Souza. Yep. Joe nice, Souza and nice I have pipes. done collaborations. Um, he makes uh, a few boxes for my pipes. Very nice. Is that a donkey? Oh, it looks like a bunny. Yeah, that's a bunny. That's eight pounds. That's the eight-pound pipe. Yep. Holy crap. Nice. Yeah, that's a nice piece. Yep. And then there's some other stone. Wow. The little coffin's cool. Kind of weird, yeah. but cool. like that. Wow. That's a nice piece, too. Wow. Hey, look, I know that box. Now, those are that's the box for the chillums. Yep. I get the chillums. I import them from Kashmir. I have a friend over there. Uh, and I'll tell you, life in India is terrible. Life in Kashmir is worse. Really? Uh, they are the minority of minorities. That They get very little, if any, government support. Uh, they've stopped exporting chillums. Um, tourism is stopped. So the families that have been making those pipes for hundreds of years, it's in the same families. Uh, they the, they haven't had any business for two years. Wow! I got uh, sixty of them out, and then they shut down the pipeline. They they said it's an undesirable object. Really? Wow! Yeah. What a bunch of pricks! Well, fuck that! I'll show them an undesirable object. The, the chilling was the first uh, smoking device for THC. Right. Right. Leo, do me a favor. Yes, sir. Pull, pull those pictures back up that you just were scrolling through. All right, scroll down for a minute. There was a there was a black and yellow. Uh, you pipe. mean scroll up? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Scroll up. Keep going. Keep going. That, that one. one on the left. Do you still yeah, that... have that? Uh, no. Damn. If you come across something similar to that again, let me know. But you just send me a message. Say, hey, I got a stone that looks similar to that. That's um, all that stone in. I got in, I got in 30 pounds of that stone today, really. Yeah, cool. I would definitely like, I would, I would like to purchase something like that. I love the colors, it it suts my Boston Bruins, yeah. Um, and I think that's a great looking pipe. I loved the white one that you had, but when I saw that, I, I instantly said that I need to get something like that um, so that I can pass around a pipe in a circle and see who takes a hit. Right. Do you want it that big? It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to leave that up to the creator. I'll let it, him. He, he, he's got, he's got, seven, seven or eight inches. You know, well, whatever. It doesn't have to be that big. It can be a smaller one, but you, you make what you're going to make out of that stone. And then once you have them ready, just shoot me a message and I'll just look through and I'll purchase the one that I like. That's all. That's fine. Excellent. Cool. Sorry, I just it I saw it. I it's something I liked. Yeah. Are you done doing business? I'm never done doing business. Twenty four seven. I do business in my sleep. You know that. I call you in the morning and go, dude, listen, but you're like, oh really? Dude, it's not even seven AM yet. Yeah, I do business when I first get up. Go ahead. It's all you, Jeff. Do you need to what change the sheets afterwards? Huh? Oh, Leo, that's just nasty. <laughs> <clears throat> We're getting close to time, so go ahead, Jeff. I know you must have at least one question that, that Terry didn't beat you to yet. Um, 
<laughs> nope. It's so far to hell this thing. It's so far to this later. Oh, uh, sorry, you were coming through muffled, Terry. Uh, could you say that again? Yeah, I just said uh, we'll catch up at the Harvest Cup. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yep. Or hopefully hopefully we see you before that, you know? I know you're well, doing... Yeah, that's November, right? Yeah, I know There's you're doing... a lot doing... of shit going down between now and He's November. doing a lot we'll of stuff at the, Spencer, at the Spencer Fairgrounds. And I pay attention to his page anyway. Yeah. Any wage. Any ways. Um, so the only thing I don't do is Boston Mecan. That's you know, it's three thousand dollars minimum for a table. That's too oh, much. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that's that's um. You have to sell fifty pipes just to get in the door. Right. It's crazy. Right. Well, unfortunately, and this is what we found because we sell five dollar comic books. So most of the cannabis events that are out there, they, we we can't even vend at them. It's it's too much money. It's theoretically not possible. We'd have to sell a hundred to two hundred comic books just to pay for the table. Yeah, you know. Um, so the ones that we're at, we're usually invited guests to. Yep. You know, or we hook up with somebody and we split a. You know, they're kind enough to bring us into their booth and we do signings to bring people to their table. Yep. Yep. Wow. Um, I'm impressed, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like I said at the beginning of the show, there is just so much more to this amazing gentleman than just making pipes. As Jeff said, I mean, his story is just incredible. The things that he's been able to do and be part of, um, all the way back to the Mayflower. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to talk more about the um, the paper art and that kind of stuff. Go ahead. Uh-huh. You, you got. We still got a, a ten minute buffer, so go for uh, it. What's like marble? Was it marbled paper or something like that? Yeah. I don't have my yeah. show notes anymore because I threw them away. But if you look at an old book, you often see these like psychedelic pages where the swirled. It was actually developed by the Turkish um, hundreds of years ago, but it was taken over by uh, bookbinders as a way to uh, finish their end sheets and cover up uh, things that are underneath. Um, but it was the lost art, and then it was rediscovered in the 20th century, and it became big. I used to sell uh, things to like a separate paper, just one sheet. I'd sell to like Franklin Mint. They're, uh, they had a, they were publishing books, and they were doing leather bindings for you know fine libraries, although they were kind of crap. Uh, but they <laughs> they did the paper for me for a couple of thousand dollars, and then wow. reproduced it. Wow. And, for a piece uh, of paper? Yeah. One sheet of paper also was sold by one of my students to uh, Kleenex, and they really? did uh, the marble paper box. I, I think they made over 30 million copies of that. Wow. And, uh, and, and I think she got close to $10,000 for them. Wow. So, so what's the process of making that? Well, y- you make a tray. And the tray is the size of the sheet you're going to use. And it's about three, four inches deep. And you put in a what's called a size, a liquid, uh, that we'd make from carrageenan, which is seaweed. You mix it in the blender. So it gives you a thicker base so it's not just like water. And then I'd make inks that uh, you'd spread on the top, and then you could comb them into different traditional patterns. Um, they're, they're lovely. Nice. That's 
pretty wild, yeah. You just Google marble paper, and you'll see all sorts of kinds. <laughs> Look at Jeff. <laughs> Are you okay up there? <laughs> yeah. You were just like... No, I was, I was, I was paying attention. Oh. oh, I thought you were like, hey, because he told you just to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, I had a trailer, and I would drive across country going to different universities and find book libraries and uh, doing workshops and making ink while I was driving in the back of the trailer. Wow. Um, and I'd be gone for a couple of months. Look at that. Those See, are this, is why, this is why we have Leo as a producer, folks. For the folks that are listening in podcast, you can't see this, but Leo has been nice enough to Google marbleized paper. He's pulled it up, and he, now he's sharing the screen and showing our viewers um, some of some of the marbleized paper. And that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. He can pull it up, but he doesn't know what button to push. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Leo. Oh, it, no, it's it, fine. It, it's, it's fine. He's not sorry, Leo. Trust me. No, that he's was been waiting good... all night to get back at you for this. No, it just popped in my head just now. It was a good one. I it was. Gonna hold it back. That's cool. Oh no, that's vector stock. Sorry. That... Oh, dude, dude. see, wrong button again. No, uh, no, no, no. It's it came up in the search, but it's uh, vector stock. So somebody made a uh, uh, vector cut of that. Okay, get that shit off my screen. Uh, what? <laughs> Why? It was pretty cool. I'm just giving him credit. He did. I was only playing. Kudos to the Something like dudes. that we could cut in the vinyl cutter, though. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So uh, any more questions or comments that uh, we need to address or look at that I missed? Uh, I think we got all the questions. It was just a lot of comments. Well, that's cool. Uh, so uh, Kelly Roy said he's amazingly talented. Uh, Steve Jordan said, uh, by the power of gay skull, I mean gray skull. <laughs> bunny slippers cool. oh my so uh leo yes sir i know you i know you have another show this evening so why don't you do what you do oh i i do have another show don't you have a show tonight yeah we're talking about he-man tonight at nine o'clock ah, eastern <laughs> Nice segue. Uh, guest, World of Wally. Yeah, yeah. World of Wally is going to be our special guest. Uh, he has a podcast, but yeah, we're going to be doing a deep dive into He Man, uh, talking about uh, a lot of the uh, news that came out this week with Discovery merging with HBO and uh, some new animated cartoons for Batman and Superman, but also the new Kevin Smith He Man series coming to Netflix. That's why we're doing a deep dive into I, the history. I'm going to say this, Leo. Yes, sir. Good job on the new logo splash page. Oh, uh, the new new logo for that show tonight. Oh, that, thank I you. I like that with with the yeah, big one ticket and yeah, uh, that, that was pretty cool. Pretty thank cool. you. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I spent uh, some good time on the weekend and uh you know same with uh, yours here. You know it's uh, uh, I love that. that yeah, that's that's awesome. that's awesome. I'll just I'll have to wait till it's in Dropbox so that I can put it up on IMDb. Yeah, I'll throw it in Dropbox for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, speaking of me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not, but more importantly, follow our awesome guests. A lot of links in the show notes. I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. Over 30 shows on the network and growing. A lot of awesome stuff by a lot of awesome people. And uh, I do four shows a week. We do the Creator Studio on Mondays. Uh, Tuesdays, we do Splash Pages, the Comic Book Club. And then Wednesdays, I work with these awesome people and then do the Dorkening afterwards. And uh, Terry, where do you like fans interacting with you? 
No, I enjoy it, uh, particularly when we're talking to food. <laughs> do, you, do you like doing that, like, on Facebook mainly? Yes, through Messenger. Awesome. And uh, you can find his Facebook information down below or up above. Uh, isn't that right, Jeffrey? That is absolutely correct. <laughs> I don't know if I'm up above or down below, but wherever I am. Well, you were down below until I got kicked out of the meeting, and then you went up above for some reason. I don't know how that happened, but congratulations on making it to the top. <laughs> uh, I was there? <laughs> Only really? for a short time. <laughs> what the fuck happened? So, uh, yeah, for, uh, hit me up, Facebook. Um, just go to, go to uh, stilltoken.com. Send us an email through there, um, and we'll respond to that. Uh, you can try and help me down on Facebook, but I can hide. I like to hide. Uh, Benjamin. <laughs> nice segue there, Ben. Wow. Just wow. That's all I'm going to say, folks. Wow. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, remember to like, share, and follow us, our counterparts in the show notes, the dorkening. Most of all, the great guest that we had tonight, Terry Harlow. Check him out. Pick up a piece from him. Um, Get you stoned. Won't, you won't be disappointed with the purchase. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so crazy people like us can come up here and do what we do every day. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Stay safe. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>